Welcome to the Jackie Service Show. I'm Jackie Service, where we are talking all things people strategy, entrepreneurship, and how hiring the right humans will unlock the next phase of growth in your business. As a former corporate VP of HR, my life completely shifted when I learned I had a brain tumor. From this moment forward, I knew that there was more. I dove headfirst into healing, mindset work, and spirituality. And from this space, my entrepreneur journey was born. Now I am a people strategist and founder of Serve Recruitment Agency, a boutique recruitment firm that helps scaling companies hire aligned leaders for growth. In this podcast, I'm going to share about my business journey, entrepreneurship, leadership, and how hiring the right humans unlocks massive potential. Welcome to the show. Are you confused about hiring? You're not alone. Majority of leaders struggle to figure out who they need, in what roles, and when, and how these people will have the greatest impact on the growth of their business. This is why we created People Strategy Sessions to do a deep dive into your business and help you build a clear roadmap on the talent you need to drive sustainable growth. We dive into your greater why, where you are today in your business, where you want to go in your business from a growth standpoint, and ultimately, who do you need to enable that growth overall? For more information, please send an email to Jackie at JackieService.com or feel free to reach out at JackieService across all platforms. Welcome back to another episode of the Jackie Service Show. A few weeks ago, I popped on the mic with no plan and shared openly about an experience that I had gone through just a few days prior. I made a commitment to just start turning the mic on and processing out loud with you and bringing you into a bit more of the behind the scenes of my own evolution as a human, as a mother, wife, founder of a company. And I'm committed to just being a bit more raw in the process of sharing some of my own dilemmas and the things that I'm working through as I continue to grow as a human being. So for the last two weeks in April, I put myself into two different containers, very different from even an ethos standpoint. One was from the outside looking in a leadership accelerator, which was much more inner journey, inner work. And the other container was much more of a strategy session for business. It was a VIP strategy session for business. And yet what was interesting as I sit here about two weeks after those events, what I'm realizing is, although the tactics and how we got there may have been a bit different, the ultimate message that I'm walking away with is the same. So at the end of April, I put myself into a four-day immersive experience called the Revenant Process. The team that hosts that is called Take New Ground. And I had been connected with one of the founders, Adrian, and he had invited me into this opportunity to continue to learn and grow. Likely the most intensive inner journey work I have ever been in. You were in the room for 13 plus hours a day 
not really Tony Robbins style, but in some cases, yes. But the time just seemed to evaporate because of how deep and real and authentic and honest that room got after, after a day or two of ego and front and facades and acting. Once we broke that wall down, it really changed the experience for all 40 of us who were leaders in that environment together. After those four days, I hopped on a plane, came back to my small town in Lake on like my small town in Ontario on Lake Huron and was here for about 48 hours before I popped back on a plane to go out West to Kelowna to spend a VIP day with Dan Martell, who has never worked with founders outside of SaaS tech companies before. And this was a new opportunity after his book launch to have some space to go in and work with him. And so I had a a one day kind of VIP session with him there as well. And again, although both were fundamentally different, there was a reckoning in their questioning and how we started to see my own blind spot. I'm going to share a story about the Revenant process and an experience I had, which was a pivotal moment in my discovering of self, where I started to become much more aware of a blind spot that I was not seeing. So I'm going to take you on a little bit of a journey, and then I'm going to tell you about the lesson learned. So day number two, um, the days at the Revenant process were really deeply constructed from a place of there was some theory, there was live coaching, there was a lot of somatic work with the body work. And then there was these live experiences too, where they put you into almost like case scenarios of how you would handle certain types of life stress situations that came up. And night number two, we came into the room after a very powerful afternoon and we sat on the floor. So chairs had been taken out. We sat on the floor and the facilitator put us into a deep state of meditation, walking us through this meditation, which had us all really picturing our loved ones, saying goodbye to our loved ones, hopping on this new journey of life and quickly connecting with close friends. In a lot of ways, it was what was happening in these four days of like, we all had to leave to go to this experience. And then very quickly, these 40 of us became very close. So they're taking us on this deep meditation and I could feel the energy around me starting to sink in, starting to settle, starting to relax. Some people were breathing heavy, meaning some might've actually fallen asleep um, because it was an intense couple of days. And out of nowhere, in the midst of this deep meditative state, there's this massive bang. Sounds like this. And it pulls all of us directly out of this deep meditative state and put your nervous system into a little bit of a fight or flight mentality. So immediately my heart was racing. I, you know, had pulled myself up to sit up and I could just feel the stress in the room of how many people had just 
experience this deep relaxation to this immediate response of our nervous system into fight or flight. And the next piece of this exercise was, here are the instructions. You have 30 seconds to get up and tell the room why you and your life is worth saving. Only five people of the 40 people here are going to be saved in this scenario and in this process. And you have 30 seconds to explain to the group why your life is worth saving. Go. Put yourself in that for a second. You're in this deep state of relaxation. You're immediately thrusted out of that. And now you're seeking or you're looking for the words to be able to describe why you matter. What was interesting is this. My immediate response was, oh, I'm, I'm going to save myself. And I started to seek and look for the story that was big enough, the thing in my life that had happened. What could I say to elicit some sort of response that would make these 40 other people, 39 other people care enough about me to save my life? That was the ping. That was the immediate gut response. And very quickly, as other people got up and started to speak, I noticed how quick I was to start to judge myself for that immediate response. The level of guilt I felt for thinking in that moment that my life was that much bigger than these other people made me feel nauseous. Immediately, I started to think, who am I to say that? You, you are somebody in, who always believes that loving on and caring for others is an act of service. That making sure that, you know, one of my, the biggest things that I, why I do what I do is to serve the world, to better the world. And I immediately felt this gut response of guilt. And it drove me into this tailspin of telling myself all sorts of stories around what kind of person I was to think that I was worthy uh, over all of these other people. So I got up and in my 30 seconds, my response was this. For those that have been around for a while, a decade ago, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And for the first time in my life, I was faced with my own mortality. And I had to look in the eyes of what did this mean? And what was my life? And what did I want to create in my life? And what was my legacy going to be? All these big, bold questions showed up a decade ago when I was faced with this brain tumor that had shown up. And I stood up in front of the 39 plus all the coaches other room and said, I have been faced with death once before. And if this is a life or death situation, I'm not going to quote unquote, save my life because I want to extend the opportunity for somebody else to have a second chance like I did. And I felt light after I said that. I felt like that was, quote unquote, the right thing to do. 
And as I sat down, I watched all my other peers get up and say if they were going to save their lives or not going to save their lives. But there was one individual that really moved me because he stood up and he took such a solid stand on why it was so fundamentally important for him to keep living in this world, why he needed to continue to go on. And the minute he got up and said that and sat down, I witnessed my own heart open. I witnessed my own emotions stir up around, well, what would life look like if I took a stand for myself? What would life look, what would life look like then? And this exercise went on for, gosh, another two hours. And there was an opportunity to then vote for the people based on what they said in front of the room that you wanted to save. So you had five, literally five popsicle sticks to hand out to the five humans that spoke out of 40 people around who you felt deserved to live. And I stood beside this man that made a stand for himself. It just quote unquote so happened, but I don't believe in coincidences in life. We, I was meant to stand beside him to get the message. And I watched as person after person after person after person came and handed a popsicle stick to him and said, thank you for taking a stand. You were so clear on what you wanted in life and how you were going to show up and how you were going to serve. It made so, it made, it made me, I felt moved based on that. And as I was sitting there, breaking down literally how quick I was to just free flow my life away, it really started to hit me that I have such a blind spot around self, self love, self acceptance, worthiness around self. And when I think about my life, my business, my relationships, my family, I can see the trends over the last 36 years where I take these powerful stands for others. I just portray such confidence in them and I trust in them and I pour my energy into them. And I've been telling myself for 36 years that this was the act of service. This is why I was here. And if I could continue to do that in a business setting, in my family setting, in relationships, and in my health, this would all work out. Everything would come back to me. Love, reciprocity. It would all just circle back. And this moment had me pause on that. I started the day asking for a paradigm shift. I started the day asking for being able to see something that I hadn't been able to see before. And this was it for me. The lesson was, I have a blind spot in taking a stand for self-love. I am not pouring into self 
as much as I am pouring into others. And in doing that, I think I'm being selfless when in reality, if I am not whole, if I am not vibrating at the highest frequency I can vibrate at, if I'm not pouring into myself from a place of love, then I can only serve at the level of which I am at. And so this this switch for me, which carried on after Idaho, it really kind of sunk in day three and four in Idaho. And then I came home and I was still kind of manifesting in it. It was still integrating into my bones and I'm still kind of thinking through it. Then got reiterated and showed up again when I went to Kelowna. This whole mentality of me versus me. It's not about me versus the external world or how people perceive me or how I look from a uh, physicality standpoint. It really is all about me versus me. And how can I get a little bit better each day so that I can create and serve in the world at a higher level? If I keep pouring into self, if I keep putting self first, that 1% better each day, a point of a percent better each day is going to allow me to show up and serve in the best way I can. And if that is how I then show up in the world, isn't that selfless? And how many more people can I impact? How many more people can show up and be on this journey with me, with community to reach their unlimited potential as well. I talk about, I talk a lot about unlocking leadership. I work with CEOs and founders to really unlock teams and executive teams and help them with mindset to evolve into the greatest potential they can be. And this was an opportunity over these two weeks to get a mirror put in front of my face to say, it's time to take a piece of your own advice and start to create the ultimate potential for myself so that I can step into my greatest dreams, which are to serve at the highest level in this world, to create a ripple effect to evolve consciousness, to help leaders evolve. I believe as leaders step into their greatest potential, the ripple effect of the people around them and how they can show up in the world is so great that we ultimately can change who we are, how we run in businesses, how we show up. And although I've fundamentally known this for the last decade, it it landed differently this time as we were peeling back the onion to realize that everything starts with self. Until we can lead ourselves, until we have clarity within ourselves, we cannot lead in the world. We try, we put on facades, we put on these acts, we put on these fronts, we put on the masks. Ego shows up in a big way. And yet, 
the truth for me now is by leading myself at the highest level, I will be able to serve greater in the world. So if you're out there and you're on a journey, creating businesses, running, running as an executive, loving your family, on a health journey, whatever your story is, my ask is this. Where in life do you have a blind spot that is holding you back? from reaching your ultimate potential. Mine was thinking that I had to pour into everybody else. When in reality, my blind spot was self-love. And so I leave you with this grand lesson that I have experienced in the last few weeks. And yes, I'm still integrating it through. And I hope if you're out there listening and you're thinking about your blind spot, if it has something to do with self-love or you're on a self-love journey also, reach out. I deeply value connection. I deeply value if you're listening to this and it lands some feedback. If you're listening to this and you hear something I said that didn't land or triggered feedback, that's another thing I'm working on is bring on the feedback so that I can continue to ebb and flow and connect with you in a deeper and more meaningful way. I so appreciate you listening in and tuning in to what has been a very pivotal moment and an unlock in who I am. And until next time, we'll see you again on the Jackie Service Show. Thank you for listening in to today's show. If there was a key message that landed with you, please share or send us a direct message on Instagram at Jackie Service and let us know. We love hearing from you. Also, to continue to keep this podcast growing, it would mean the world if you could take a minute and like and rate the show or share it with a friend. Our team is forever grateful. Until next time, we'll see you again on the Jackie Service Show.